0: S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com and that phone number is 520-977-7904 shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address you are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea Really? Clown hat, smiley face.
1: Hello and welcome, everyone. Welcome to the China Shop. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of FinancialIneptitude.com. Kyle, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. I'm a little confused about all the extra H's you worked into that opening script. Oh,
1: hello and welcome.
0: Uh, well, yeah. How'd you to get the an China H Shop there? That's pretty impressive. Oh, uh, you know,
1: <laughs> with me is
0: That's got to be some kind of accent, right? (laughs) I don't know. I I would love to see like...
1: The whimsical accent?
0: I want to see Christopher Walken do a monologue like that.
1: (laughs) With the cool whip. I can't do Walken, damn it. I can't either. Children with the scooching. What if I told you about the scooching? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, come on into the shop with us today. Sit back, relax, hedge against that rage machine, rage against that hedge machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way through a complete set of fine china, sharing those ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains and cutting losses. And if you're new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge and resource centers on financialineptitude.com. Or maybe you want to just give one of our many beginner trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links in the episode description. But the best place to be is come on over to our, to our totally free Discord server. We get on there every day. It's really, really awesome place to be with so many wonderful, fascinating, amazing traders. Uh, no paid tiers, no special access areas. Cause fuck that shite. When you do join the server, there's only one requirement, and that is yes. you gotta. You Don't gotta be a dick, Kyle. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> also, don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, Hit up Kyle <laughs> with uh, your mailing
0: address so he,
1: we can send you some smash-it-yourself swag straight from the shop shop.
0: And also, I got a shout-out here to Burrard. Uh Sorry, I missed your message. It was buried in uh, message requests. So uh, apologies for that. We'll get you uh, something on the way here uh, this weekend.
1: Excellent. Yeah, sorry about that. Berard. Bur- Berard. I think it was. Yeah, I wasn't going to say the name because I didn't want to mess it up. But now that we've, uh, you know, now that I messed it up,
0: now that we've a, yeah. pulled it out,
1: um, <laughs> Berard, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. God damn it! Oh, Kyle, <laughs> we got any show news to report? Uh
0: yeah, coming out on Monday. Uh, a conversation with Carly Garner will be released. She is a commodities trader and she runs a brokerage. Ooh. Uh, we also finished recording a delta episode with Baba Yaga Advanta trading and thanks to everybody who submitted questions that should be coming out the week afterwards and I have no idea what's on the schedule for after that Ooh! wow probably figure that out mm-hmm. 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 I'm not mm-hmm. I might have to make sure I got people scheduled actually
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I might have to we, we might have to do some sort of uh, deep deep dive episode and uh, something with yeah. just me and you. God, that
0: sounds like a lot of work. Might have to do some more art. Uh, Good Lord. (laughs) I kind of enjoyed that.
1: (laughs) All right, folks, we have got a reclusive, realistic, receding episode for you today. Lots of market moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and brighter futures than the United States debt limit.
0: Oh, too soon. Too soon. Too
1: soon. (laughs) <laughs>
0: no, wait a minute. Are you talking about the mm, you're talking about the future? That's yeah. not good. But the past hasn't been good for it either.
1: <laughs> I'm saying we've got a brighter future. But yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's what a low if our bar Just super bright. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like your way. You've got it yeah. better.
1: Yeah, Op- optimism. Yeah, try it. <laughs> it's a drug. <laughs> uh, yeah. Reach out to us. We love uh, your messages and comments on Twitter and Facebook, especially on the Discord with all those amazing. Fantastic people. Uh, we're going to have links to, to that in the episode description. Uh, but maybe maybe you're old school and you want to just uh, type up a regular old email. Well, go right ahead. You can find us at Two Bulls at financialineptitude.com. That's the number two, B-U-L-L-S. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe you just took a job teaching math to some inner city kids. And if you don't help them get their test
0: scores up, the entire school will fold. This sounds like, sounds like when Cartman went to try to teach these kids.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but do you know the actual movie? (laughs) He was parodying. Was it
0: like Dangerous Minds?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was Cartman doing Michelle Pfeiffer for sure.
0: I know the movie you're talking about. I don't remember what it's called. Edward
1: James Olmos won awards for it.
0: Oh, I know the movie. I just the Stand, and deliver. Movie. Stand, and, deliver. Oh, Stand okay. and deliver. Thank you. Thank you. Gotta reach these
1: oh. kids.
0: I like Cartman's method teaching the Belichick method. <laughs> deny, 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 and cheat, cheat. cheat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It works. It, it does. does sometimes.
1: Okay. Ah. Now we go right All to right. the news. There's no bet results to talk about today.
0: Oh, no, there's bet results to talk about. And there's also some housekeeping that we have to do with the uh, last month's bet,
1: too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened?
0: Well, we bet on your ego, Dan, and that went about as well as could be expected. Uh, <laughs> opened the week at $12.02 and stopped us out on Thursday at $11.30, which is brings our total down to four seventy nine sixty nine. So good stop placement. We didn't lose too much.
1: All right, we did something right.
0: (laughs) Random went with Morgan Stanley that opened the week at 85.48, closed Friday at 82.40. But random managed to close with $481 and a penny. So there is less than $1.50 separating us. That's incredible. Right? (laughs) Man, it was close. I thought if it would have just kept on dumping, I think we might have been in the lead. Yeah. That that late day rally, I think, screwed us. Fucking random. I know. and we still got a... Did you get your thank you letter finished to Random?
1: Yes, I wrote a thank you letter to Random.
0: All did right, you, should we... You yeah, want me to I wrote... First? You want to go first or you want me to?
1: I think you should go first.
0: Well, I found a nice form letter that I was able to take. It was uh, something that looks like it was used for, for sending John Wayne a thank you letter. I thought if you know if this is good enough for John Wayne, it's got to be good enough for Random. Yeah, so, way, way so, to
1: really bust your ass on this one.
0: Hey, I put a lot of thought into this.
1: <laughs> I'm asking ChatGPT if that counts.
0: <laughs> so mine starts with, uh, To my favorite market teacher, Flair." I mean Random, uh, when Dan said to me, Hey, Kyle, we should let Random pick stocks to compete against us. I couldn't have agreed more. I couldn't have agreed more, Dan, because I have considered Random to be an expert trader since his or its performance, picking NVRO in October of 2022 and crushing a jewel last March.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely what i started thinking wait a minute maybe random uh, knows what it's doing
0: yeah yeah <laughs> uh note to laura there if he she it hasn't done anything impressive lately we send version b on the cheap stationery uh, anyway <laughs> random it was great competing with you during april's bet we enjoyed your not market commentary not true uh bold stock picks thanks again and regards to your wife husband whatever Uh, In closing, Dan and I agree that of all the market gurus, you, Random, were the best one. Very truly yours, Kyle. P.S. One last thing, Random. This is a personal note just to you, so please don't embarrass us by mentioning this to anyone else. If you lose this copy, it'll be posted in the Discord in the show notes. (laughs)
1: Lord,
0: (laughs) What what did you come up with?
1: Oh, um, first of all, I'd like to say I asked chat gpt if i have to write a letter as a bet consequence is it fair to use a form letter uh
0: and and
1: it said if you're writing a letter as a consequence of losing a bet using a form letter may not be the most appropriate approach oh in, may in not this case, it didn't the purpose it was of not the definitive <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's true it was not definitive <laughs> It says uh, uh, the the specific approach you take should ultimately depend on the terms of the bet and the preferences of the recipient. So it's up to random whether or not it counts.
0: Uh, okay.
1: If a form letter was agreed upon as part of the bet, then using one will be fair. The most important thing is to fulfill your bet's requirements in a way that is respectful, good-natured, and enjoyable for everyone I'd involved. good-natured, yes. Respectful,
0: maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Yeah. Also, just, just to up. be sure here. Uh, yeah, okay. Got a dice roll that uh, is definitely saying accepting. It gets yeah. okay, good. Right. Ra- Random yes, with it. Random yep. took it. All right,
1: okay. All right. <clears throat> let me uh, let me get my letter reading voice mm. on. <clears throat> la 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 la. Let Leland lick Lionel's lusty leathers. Okay. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Dearest Random, I wanted to take a moment and thank you for all the hard work you've done over the years. I know the hustle and bustle of life can keep carrying us on ever forward toward our inevitable death. And it's easy to overlook the ones who helped carry us when we were weak, lift us when we've fallen, and comfort us when we despair. You were none of those things to me, Random. And yet, you are all of them. Without you, I wouldn't be the man I am today. Weak, fallen, and despairing. <laughs> and on a final note, In the spirit of you and all of your random kind, 289. 289. Sincerely, Dan Leeson, dictated not
0: random. What's 289 mean? That's a random number. (laughs) Oh, brilliant, brilliant.
1: Random would know. Random would know. Random would know. They they know their own
0: kind. Uh,
1: They know their own kind.
0: uh, Random did not know. It actually gave me 208 (laughs) as an answer. (laughs) well good it would have been hilarious if i got 289 though (laughs) yeah right (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: google bots aren't working that good all right
0: so week our april month done i think we can move on yes
1: yes let's move on with a with a winning stock pick
0: please or some news oh oh
1: Dow drops deep on moving inflation, COVID what? frustration, war damnation, we're just bringing you the fucking news, you gotta recognize the game if you don't wanna lose, we're just skip skit tubes trading information. There we go. Rioters raiding oh. Insider trading Taxes mm. are raising Bills mm-hmm. on the hill We got a crypto mill No, they ain't growing weed When the Fed speaks today It's some shit we don't need Sing it, Dan Two fools trading information What? Two fools trading information
0: I'm inclined to agree Two fools trading information accurate very accurate what information all right dan what's on the docket for news today oh oh yeah that's uh what we're here to do huh yeah i think so not apologize to random or write platitudes well
1: uh oh now now i write platitudes (laughs) you used a fucking form letter man hey
0: i put a lot of thought into that form letter (laughs) I actually made the form letter you
1: did you, did. you actually did
0: research i did <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay all right, all right all right all right uh yeah the uh the fdic who just bailed out some uh bank accounts
0: i remember that
1: uh, they're gonna apply a special assessment to blank to banks with over five billion in assets starting in the first quarter of 2024
0: wait to all banks
1: uh, banks with over five billion dollars in assets, they're going to impose a zero point one two five percent, or twelve point and a half basis point, uh, fee,
0: on insured deposits with five billion assets or more. Yeah. In effect, for eight assessment periods starting in twenty four. Why yep. does everybody else have to shoulder the load? Because this one was stupid. Just the biggest banks. Uh, it turns
1: out th- that's how the FDIC has been set up all along. Oh, really? Yeah. Like oh. the FDA, this is no special thing they're doing. This is how it works.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: What what seems to be special is they're just putting the fee on, on the, uh, banks with 5 billion right. assets or more. And that allows them to not put the fine into any community banks.
0: Uh, and you got to think that the banks aren't going to be the ones paying this, right? They're probably going to cut everybody's interest rates. These are going to be on accounts. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think that the the bank's going to somehow pass this cost on to the people who have their money stored with them, right?
1: Yeah. Banks. Yeah. They're not in business to give you money.
0: No. So I imagine that this is actually the FDIC trying to encourage people to invest in more regional banks, too, if I'm I'm reading between the lines here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So these, you know, JP Morgan, Bank of America, Wells Fargo. Mhm. All all going to be on the hook. Uh what really struck me in this story, I didn't realize this. Uh both SBB and Signature Bank failed. SBB's uninsured deposits were 93% of its total deposits. Wow. And Signature Bank was 89%. That means accounts more than $250,000. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like the the Silicon Valley Bank was the favorite one of all the startups and tech companies. So it makes sense that they'd have a lot of accounts like that. But then that's a lot. It just makes me wonder who got bailed out here. Well, yeah, all those companies, not <laughs> all not those people, a lot of Chinese investors, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, good thing. Good thing they're FDIC insured.
0: That also points out like a kind of strange thing with the FDIC. So. If I had a half a million dollar account, only two hundred fifty thousand of that would be insured. But if I opened up two accounts at two hundred fifty k, then they, it would be fully insured. So, like, mm. what? Like, you're just making me do more work to to research to get the insurance. Is that is that how this works?
1: Also, that number hasn't changed since. <laughs> Like I feel like
0: start... that's another problem too.
1: <laughs> it didn't start out like, okay, we'll insure up to fifty K and like inflation's supposed to push it to two hundred and fifty.
0: Right. Oh, it started at two fifty. That's where it... No,
1: no, I'm saying it didn't.
0: Oh yeah. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. Fucking bizarre. Okay. So big banks are gonna be shouldering this load.
1: At the very least, it was it was two hundred and fifty thousand
0: when we were kids. Yeah, I remember that hasn't changed since I've grown up. That just um... seems kind of strange too, right?
1: I think I think in two thousand eight the basic coverage shifted, but I remember it was it was several hundred thousand dollars when we were kids. It wasn't a hundred grand.
0: I thought it was two fifty still, even then. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm misremembering that. Let me ask.
1: Let me ask ChatGPT.
0: <laughs> okay, while you do that, I'll we'll move on to the next story here. Uh there's been a lot of talk about the debt ceiling. And yep. I think it's starting to get to the point now where we probably need to pay attention to it. Uh, JP Morgan chase CEO, Jamie diamond on Thursday was warning of unprecedented economic harm. If the U S defaults on its debts amid a failure by lawmakers to raise the country's debt ceiling. So there's a June 1st deadline to raise the country's $31 trillion borrowing limit. Government could run out of money to pay the bills. If that ceiling is not lifted, according to Janet Yellen, Uh, Diamond does not expect the country to experience its first ever debt default, but the clock is running out to reach a deal. He is predicting that the closer you get, the more panic we're going to have. The market's going to get volatile. Maybe the stock market goes down. The Treasury markets will have their own problems, end quote. Uh, He also mentioned that... Pay attention to the timeline. Currently, talks are only taking place once a week, but he's guessing that sometime in, say, May 21st, uh, it's going to be every day, and then they'll go up to probably three times a day, and then there'll be conversations with the clients about what they need to do to help them through it. It's very unfortunate. It should never happen in this way. Damn. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the last time we were downgraded, we had a 65 or 70 percent debt to GDP ratio, and now it's at 105. So our deficits are two to three times that that we had back then. So he's saying we need to be careful. Yeah. And then Biden piped in, uh, telling congressional leaders at Wednesday's meeting that default is not an option. He said, "Quote: America is not a deadbeat nation. We pay our bills." Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I-
1: It's it's so strange to me because you know how I feel. I'm 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 a guy that says, how come we don't think about raising taxes to fix these budget stuff? Right. Like they're like, oh, well, we we can't raise the debt ceiling. Okay, we'll raise some fucking taxes. I agree with Biden in that we we should pay our fucking bills, you know, like we're not talking about, you you know, paying, paying the Netflix. You know, we're talking about contractors that built something. Got to pay them.
0: Right. And there's actually an economist, David Rosenberg, who's calling this crisis pathetic because mm. he's pointing out how the federal revenue has grown 21% this last year, which is the largest increase in 50 years. Holy shit. Federal revenue is $4.9 and the interest payment on our debt was not even a trillion. Uh, I'm trying to see what the actual number was here. Uh, $395 billion, about 1% of last year's GDP.
1: So wait, so, what's the crisis?
0: I I don't know. I think we're just spending too much. Fucking a! Isn't It's nuts, isn't it?
1: It's so nuts. It's so
0: nuts. It also just sounds like all you got to do is raise the ceiling. I mean, it seems like there should be room if you just increased your revenue by twenty percent. Yeah, right. Did we increase right. our debt by the same amount? It's
1: bonkers. <laughs> uh, I it's it's I think it's a shell game. Honestly, at the end of the day. I
0: uh, yeah, I, I think the more we learn about how currencies work and money is backed, it's
1: <laughs> it's it, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I also came across an article about the budget office. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: the,
1: the Treasury thing. And my thoughts right along with this one were like, is this really going to be what breaks America? It's like we didn't agree to raise an imaginary number and then everything fell apart right. <laughs> Like, uh. <laughs> Shit. Uh, like it's, like Rick and Morty this, when they set the galaxy's currency yes, to zero. Yes. Like, oh, fuck. We're, well, this, we're done for now, boys.
0: It's this weird game of chicken that like, the two parties have been playing with each other over the past decade that's just gotten out of control, I think. I think that's the main yeah. issue we're in right this here. It used to be
1: a the most nonpartisan issue there was, was right. passing the budget. And it's now become yeah. chicken, like disaster chicken, where we all fail. Everybody fails. There's no winner.
0: Yeah. And the worst part Either is side. The people, the the government workers who, you know, don't make as much as like these congressmen. Like <laughs> That's for sure, have, sure. A lot of them have been sitting around not getting, you know, uh, raises for fucking decades. And they're going to end up not getting a paycheck because they're going to get furloughed.
1: Fuck. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being like a really hardworking contractor? And they're like, hey, we need you to like redo this shitty parking lot. And you and bust your ass, and you, you you haul in all the materials you pay for them. You do the mm-hmm. whole job, and then they're like, oh, sorry, they're all arguing in Congress, so we can't cut you a check.
0: Yeah, we gave your money to the the people who were invested in SVB. Sorry. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> we just had a bank fail.
0: <laughs> right. What the uh, fuck?
1: Yeah, it's, it's uh, tragic, man. It's
0: nuts. Yeah. It's
1: tragic. But you know, people, some people I think would rather fight. They'd rather burn it all down than
0: lose, lose a fight. Uh, That's the world we live in these days.
1: Yeah, yeah. The article I came across uh, was the the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, which is supposedly nonpartisan. I don't know much about them other than that they were created uh, to be the accountant math geeks, mm. uh, nerds, to, to, math nerds. <laughs> yeah, to go over anything. <laughs> Put, put up for Congress and, and project yeah. like what it would do. Uh, uh, they are also saying that we're at significant risk of defaulting in June. And uh, mm. even though we've upped revenue, like we've got to keep pulling it in. They think, they think we might be able to get through July if we keep pulling in revenue.
0: So that, how does that work? How do yeah. they, are they, that's is our government living paycheck to paycheck?
1: That's what it sounds is that what like I just like read? if 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 enough people pay their taxes before June.
0: Yeah, is that what, what it is? Heard. That's what
1: the CBO said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Huh. Mm.
1: Yeah. Hmm. We might we might get an extra month. Right. Oh jeez. Yeah. Okay,
0: so we should be paying attention to this.
1: Yeah, we're we're paycheck to paycheck, hey, just like everybody else in the US. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Paycheck to paycheck. All right. Um <laughs> A little asterisk here. By the way, uh, I was mistaken. The FDIC did start at
0: uh, $2,500 per depositor. How long ago was that? In 1933. 19, okay. What was it when we were kids in the 90s? Um, I don't know. Let me ask ChatGPT. Uh, whoa, 40000
1: And it, it was raised to 100000 in 81.
0: Okay. So, wow. And then the next and- raise?
1: 2008 they raised it to two
0: hundred fifty thousand. oh okay so it has gone up more recently ah, that's Dan corrected yeah
1: me too anyway just want to put that this is why we in there
0: this is why we read the news we don't make it <laughs> all right uh should uh, we yeah. do some advertising and move on yeah
1: yeah if we must
0: okay s-p-u-l-l-e-n at fairwaymc.com and that phone number is 520-977-7904 shoot sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address and that was some good advertising i think
1: well you know what that was better than i initially thought it was going to be
0: yeah i can't believe you listened to the whole thing
1: yeah yeah how about a song now let's we'll talk about stocks time looking for setups it's still not advice big moves fresh news and earnings all that was we'll saying it's still
0: not advice Stock time. please sounds All right. I have some fun stories I think you got some too you want to kick us off uh
1: yes yes um you know we've been Mocking chatbot GPT and also using it to fact check. I I use it to fact check myself. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I trust it, but it just it seems like a trust trustworthy
0: <laughs> chap. <laughs> uh, Ask for references and make sure that the references <laughs> are real links.
1: <laughs> right, right. This isn't for <laughs> this isn't for a college professor. This is just yes, just yes. for me. but um,
0: well, it's good enough for college.
1: <laughs> uh, a a similar. AI is going to be installed at Wendy's drive-thrus to take your order.
0: Oh, that's interesting. A, a Google so version. Is Wendy's in competition with McDonald's to hire the youngest uh, uh drive-thru workers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sir, the chat chatbot working working this drive-thru. Oh how old is it
0: oh that would be amazing if google did sue them like do you know how old <laughs> chatbot is
1: Yep, <Yeah>, right <laughs> my god man
0: <laughs> oh, it took our jobs
1: uh you know i have noticed at uh i think it's arby's when i go for my curly fries how's that for an ad placement uh i love curly fries uh anyway they're so good <laughs> Yeah. their drive-through gives me an automated speaker like "Welcome." It's the same thing like "Welcome to Wendy's," yeah. and and I feel like like we're getting closer to a Johnny Cab from Total Recall like "Welcome to Johnny oh, Cab." God. Yeah, right. <laughs> like and and seeing and now they're gonna shrink the workforce of your average Wendy's and replace it. I'm I'm on the fence though because part of me is like, well, maybe now they'll get my fucking order right.
0: I'm more worried that it'd be the other way. I'd be more worried that uh it's going to be like when the speech to text first started or when you could use your you tell your phone to call somebody. Like call mom, calling Bob. What? No. Call oh, mom.
1: Oh, right. Can't <laughs> be able to understand yeah. what I'm saying. Oh yes. shit, especially if I'm like yes. hanging out of the back door drunk.
0: Yeah, you're going to be like I my
1: cheeseburger.
0: <laughs> There's going to be images of people screaming into the speaker. <laughs> Large Frosty, <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. we don't sell. Oh, fuck, I got nothing. <laughs> I, I <laughs> want a Whopper. We don't sell Whoppers. <laughs> my Whopper. All right. So, uh, speaking of questionable decisions by uh major companies, yeah, yeah, um, I saw that Microsoft has signed a deal with the nuclear fusion company to provide electricity. Nuclear and fusion. That's, that's awesome. First For of all, it got me super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signed on Wednesday with Helion Energy. It's a nuclear fusion company based in the US. A nuclear fusion? Yes. They expect the plant to come online by 2023 and have a power generation target of roughly 50 megawatts after one year ramp up. Uh, I didn't think fusion was that close to, to being uh, commercialized. Commercial, commercialized yeah. Commercially viable, I think is the word, right? Yeah, me neither. Um, but Microsoft seems to think so.
1: Okay, so how far are we from a <laughs> AI chatbot that's powered by fusion?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, probably 2028 20, based on this, right? Oh,
1: and then how long, much longer after that, then we put them in a robot and give them weapons and be like, kill the bad guys.
0: Uh, no, we'll just put them in charge of the fusion plant and let them run it.
1: No, I'm I'm and, thinking they're yeah. walking around with a little fusion core in their chest.
0: Oh, fuck that. No, never. Yep. We do not do that. I think oh. we've learned our lesson from the movie industry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, this is amazing. This is this is truly amazing. Um, it I'm incredible dubious. amount of
0: power. I'm dubious, though. I think it's awesome that it could be that close around, but I am dubious that this will actually meet that target date.
1: When when's the exact date again?
0: It just says that they expect it to come online by 2028. It's well, that's five years from now, and we've just recently got to the point where we're finally getting net energy out of fusion reactions, but we still can't sustain them for long enough to keep them from like melting everything.
1: I thought that like, it, that's where we were at, where they had in some universities. I,
0: I thought they were getting to it. the point where they could run it for a minute or two, but I don't know that they've necessarily proven that it can run for you know hmm. weeks, months, years. Like, that, there's a big leap from running in a sustained operation for, you know, a few minutes to trying to do it for 20 year life of one of these plants.
1: Damn, that's very true. Very true.
0: Yeah. And then I don't know what kind of regulations are going to go into doing a fusion plant, too. I imagine it's going to be similar to what they do with nuclear.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it is
0: nuclear. Yeah, it's, it's just different, a, a different though. version. Yeah. It's just nuclear be, the other way. It's clean. It's cleaner is the difference. Yeah. Rather than having a bunch of waste products, you have to dispose of the the final byproduct is water, isn't it? Or From what helium. I understand, Don't you yeah. Just fuse in hydrogen atoms to make helium, or I think that's what you do. Or uh,
1: hydrogens turn to helium at temperatures of millions of degrees. Yes, that is, that's yeah, how it works. Yeah. Thank you. They might be giants. Thank you.
0: That could also help uh, solve our helium shortage, too. So uh, maybe we kill two birds with one stone with us. So awesome. yeah, keep an eye out on that. It'd might be, awesome. be coming sooner than we think.
1: Uh, according to an article in Newsweek that goes along with this one, they're saying 2000, uh, it's 2027.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Wow. So people okay. are bullish on oh, fusion. Dude. Microsoft just put a bunch of money in, huh? Uh,
0: yeah, they did. They did. And they have also been really good at using clean energy for power their operations. That's one of the few places that I helped commission one of their data centers where they were using a lot of solar power. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. So yeah, good on them. Set this, set the tone, lead the way. All right, uh, what else we got for stock news? Well, uh, Elon
1: Musk has decided to step down as Twitter CEO.
0: Has decided, or was run out by Twitter polls? <laughs> by
1: the Twitter polls, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's named a woman named Linda Yaccarino, who used to head up advertising at NBC Universal. She's gonna take over the role. He's gonna stay as of executive chairman and chief technology officer.
0: That sounds like a made-up title.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm the chief gadget guy. Um, <laughs> they want to make Twitter. He he wrote he wrote, looking forward to working with Linda to transform this platform into X, the everything app. Oh, so he likes his X's. He likes his exes, and um it's it's it sounds like he he bought <laughs> he bought a company and tanked it, and he's like, "Oh no, 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 we were always going to rebrand it as this other thing. It's <laughs> always my intent.
0: He's starting to kind of sound a bit more and more unhinged the more I hear him talk like the more <laughs> and more things that I hear him doing it's it's almost like he's just no yeah. he hasn't failed in uh, in too long it's been too long since his last failure
1: yeah <laughs> well, well said right like he yeah. hit a level of success so he's insulated from any of his failures right right exactly yeah no that that totally happens to people and yeah. you can see it oh i you know i just remember looking at that picture of like he was out with like his kids and there was like t- 20 of them and they all looked miserable
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh why have so many oh he's <sighs> trying to populate mars i suppose
1: I think I think it's how he justifies fucking every woman that's willing.
0: Oh, like, okay. Well, he's i got the a raw approach. dogs
1: because we're low on population.
0: <laughs> his his genes are so good. He's got to spread them as much as possible.
1: I'm a super genius. You have to have a yeah. baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it's gotten him. Well, didn't he just have? A, he just had a baby with. Uh, one of his executives at one of his other companies. So, yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's spreading sure it. Around.
0: That's... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, it, work, it works if you're a tech genius. It doesn't work if you're me.
1: <laughs> uh, if you're a tech CEO, I'm revoking his genius card. Yeah, yeah. I refuse to put that next to him anymore. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Mr. Musk. Here on the Two Bulls in a China Shop show, your genius card has been revoked by me. Verbal signature.
0: Well... <laughs> There is one uh, industry who may be happy to see him having so many babies. Yeah. And that would be the airline industry. Ah, Uh, Boeing has published a report saying that there's a shortage of maintenance technicians that they're blaming on uh, COVID downturn, or in part at Mm. least, Uh, because it takes 16 to 24 months to train uh, new technicians. There's a lot of people who are still two years out because all the schooling got shut down during that pandemic oh. so yeah boeing's annual pilot and technician outlook has projected more than six hundred thousand new maintenance technicians will be needed to fly and maintain planes globally over the next 20 years
1: damn so hey anybody yeah. out there needs a job or your kids
0: need a job <laughs> yeah start start giving them uh i don't know what, what do you use to learn Model airplanes? No,
1: I don't know. I never got into aircraft so, repair.
0: Over, say, uh, they said over the next decade, more than 13,000 openings for aircrafts and avionics mechanics and technicians are projected for each year. And last year, the FAA only certified less than 7,000 new techs. So there's a huge gap between the openings and the number of techs actually being certified. Oh, wow. Uh, they also pointed out that people just don't know about these types of jobs because they're Decent paying. The average salary for a maintenance tech is more than 65k a year, includes signing bonuses and compensation for moving expenses. And uh, uh, they also think that they're going to be starting to incorporate some of the things they do for the pilots to try to entice more people to get into this this role and this position. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something to keep an eye on uh, going forward in the next. If you're bullish on airlines right now, uh, you might want to keep an eye on something like this. If, the, if there's not enough people to be maintaining these, then there's going to be more problems, more cancellations, more flights getting delayed, more flights crashing. Well, you you think all this stuff that comes. You with think
1: that. if they're if they're behaving responsibly and they're grounding pl- their their inventory, their plane inventory, then there's less flights and they have to and then they charge more.
0: Yeah, if they're acting responsibly. But after talking to my dad, when he used to work for, uh, I guess I shouldn't say the name of the the company. You, it was not a big one, but it was big yeah. enough. Uh, he refused to fly for 10 years after that.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's how bad it was uh, 20 years ago or 10 years ago. However long ago, though. About 20 years ago.
1: Yikes.
0: Yikes. So I can't imagine that getting better. <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> yeah, less mechanics to go around. And right.
0: They want it- then you have to overwork the ones that do stick around, and then they're going to be more prone to making mistakes because they're going to be overworked hmm mm-hmm. Well I just I, I don't see that ending well.
1: You know, uh we should get Elon Musk on it. That guy can do anything.
0: That's he's he's working on it. He's got twenty of them on the way. <laughs> Still that'll make a dent. That'll make a dent in the six hundred thousand. There even. we go.
1: All right. Nick I think Nick Cannon has the rest.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Any other uh, stock news uh, for wrap up?
1: Briefly, uh did you, have you heard about this big feud between Icon Enterprises and, and Hindenburg?
0: No. Was Icon the one who. No, wait. Is Icon associated with Hindenburg or are they two, two separate, separate entities?
1: Two in- separate entities. Okay. A I Hindenburg thought. report came out uh, claiming Icon Enterprises has, quote, been using money taken in from new investors to pay out dividends to old investors.
0: Oh, that sounds very made office yeah
1: yeah they called it such ponzi like (laughs) economic structures are sustainable only to the extent that new money is willing to risk being the last one holding the bag uh yeah yeah so hindenburg came out hard against carl icon um Mm. and of course kyle carl icon is uh come out hard against them he, he quote him shocking. It would be more aptly named blitzkrieg research, given its tactics of wantonly destroying property and harming innocent civilians. Uh, (laughs) so people, uh, they were trying to, uh, his, his company, IEP icon enterprises. They've, uh, they've been known Mm -hmm. to have be one of those big dividend companies, right?
0: Right. Um, is that, is he publicly traded that one or is that a private investment firm? IEP. Well, I mean, that should be the books should be public, right? All the financial statements we should be able to look through that and confirm that for yourself. Like, if that really is a bunch of bullshit, you should be able to just point to the record keeping and be like, "No, look right here."
1: Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> I I agree. Yeah. Well, I've uh, just I okay. didn't pull up their uh, their stock chart till just now. Yeah, they. Uh, this report, this Hindenburg report, whoa, took them from fifty-one down
0: uh to 30. Ooh. Ooh, that's a that's a spicy drop. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is a spicy spicy drop. So people have bought the dip a couple times now. Uh looks like the low uh, is 2829 and then uh the more recent low it was 3005. So it's making a higher low on the daily chart, but um mm-hmm. saying we should buy the dip. Um, I, I <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> um <laughs> so so here's the thing about going through the books though uh to assess according to a seeking alpha article investors need to assess carefully whether Hindenburg's report makes sense, coupled with a report from their rival Pershing square uh saying what I believe is the opposite of what they're saying um but it's hmm. hard to it's hard to digest if you're not an accountant apparently
0: i'm I'm just looking at their earnings statements for the past like year. They're, out of the last seven reports, only one of them has been profitable.
1: Really? Okay, so so Seeking yeah. Alpha came up with like a little, a little cheat sheet for the Hindenburg allegations and what the investors should consider. Hindenburg allegations, IEP ownership comprises 85% of Carl Icahn's net worth. 60% of holdings are pledged as personal margin loans. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're saying like he is using the, his ownership in the company as collateral all over the place. It's the way I read that.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, that sounds familiar to IEP
1: trades at a 218% <laughs> premium to its last reported net asset value. Vastly higher than all comparables. Wow.
0: Okay. Well, if they're targeting it, if short sellers are targeting it, maybe we should jump on board with them. I don't know. I don't know. To think about that, we get to the bet pick.
1: Uh, dividend payment is unsupportable given the company's <laughs> negative cash flow, as you pointed out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can keep going back. It looks like it's been a while since they've been consistently profitable. Yeah. If ever. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I'd bet against that. Uh, that Hindenburg report. I'd have to dig into it myself.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Carl Icahn is an older guy too. And I wonder at what point are we gonna see people like Carl Icahn, Charlie Munger, uh Warren Buffett, like mm-hmm. start to lose their edge just because they're old, tired, like the like human body's frail. Your brain, it's only sharp for so long. Like nobody Awesome,
0: don't you wanna retire at some point?
1: Yeah, right. i oh, no, they're 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 addicted to money,
0: these guys. These guys are yeah, addicted to money. I think so. All yeah. right. Should we should yeah. we move on getting to crypto? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's do that. Let's do that. I got some
1: crypto in my wallet. Hanging out of my Ethereum blockchain. Yeah, I got some crypto in my wallet. doji sushi polka dot nft decentralized anonymized fabulous cryptocurrency yeah. okay. Alone. I, kyle before we talk about crypto i gotta finish buying these uh, options on <laughs> iep i'm not gonna tell you which way um it's anyway, five sorry. o'clock
0: <laughs> you buying them in london <laughs> <laughs> Okay. anyway all right what do you got for crypto uh marathon digital holdings mara their loss and revenue for q1 improved a lot and it's all thanks to bitcoin's rally uh, also as well as the reduced cost of mine during the three-month period Mm. They maintained their mining capacity goal of reaching 23 exahash per second by the middle of 2023, with more hash rate coming online in the months ahead. Uh, total revenue of $51.1 million exceeded the $48.8 million consensus. Uh, as a result of a lower impairment on digital assets, in addition to larger realized gains on digital assets sold, total operating expenses had dropped to $3.88 million from 395 million in Q4 of 22 and from 39.9 million in Q1 of last year. So all this is a long-winded way of saying that they are very dependent on the price of Bitcoin for their operation, which makes sense. <laughs> and that makes me wonder why you'd want to uh, like invest in something like that. I could see like trading mera. This seems like a great thing to trade, but I don't know that I want to
1: who would long-term invest that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess unless it's a way to get some Bitcoin exposure without actually owning Bitcoin. Mm. Yeah. Also, I did not realize that that's what Mara did. I always thought that Marathon was a petroleum company for some reason. <laughs> I thought I thought that they made like toiletry, like toilet paper products. I guess not, unless they diversified into crypto, because, you know, that's the natural path. Well, it's digital holdings. Yes, a digital asset technology company engages in mining cryptos with a focus on blockchain ecosystem and the generation of digital assets. That is a sentence that says a lot that nobody knows what it means.
1: Okay, I guess I guess they're, so. They're one of the big Bitcoin op- miners in in uh, in yes. America, North America. Yeah,
0: yeah, and they must have been okay. part of that. I remember them from uh, during the meme stock craze, and I'm looking back at the chart history. It Looks like they'd spiked all the way up to oh, eighty-three dollars the- at one point. Before tapering off and coming back to a more reasonable nine dollars share level. Okay.
1: Okay. Then they they have their own their own exchange.
0: Ah. Uh, okay. That makes sense.
1: Not with ju- not just their own stuff, but uh, other various cryptocurrencies. I guess they they have over six thousand Bitcoin miners in in operation.
0: Oh, did you not hear me when I said they had twenty three exahash hash per second? No. I did. not oh, okay. Twenty three exahash. That's a fucking lot. I I assume it is. I don't know what that means, but I know X is a lot. X <laughs> is a lot. Well, um,
1: it's how much uh, power, I believe, right?
0: I don't know. I am looking that up right now. Um, one exahash is one quintillion hashes.
1: Oh, uh, so so it's numbers per second.
0: Yeah, I think that's just the computational speed then. Yep, it's yeah, the total yeah, yeah. combined computational pa- power being used to mine and process transactions. Yeah, okay. So that so, seems like a lot. That's a very big number.
1: So this company, and since we know Bitcoin is just logging its own shit and doing busy work, this company oh, is man. bragging that it has locked up 200 quintillion hash calculations per second. We've locked up yeah. to busy work. Woo! F- Good work, everybody. <laughs> Good the funny work.
0: thing is that just, uh, what does it say? So Miner is trying to produce a hash that is lower than or equal to the numeric value of the target hash by changing a single value called a nonce. Each time a nonce is changed, an entirely new hash is created, effectively like a lottery ticket system where each new hash is a unique ticket with its own set of numbers. So if we Array. take Coindesk and change the first letter to make it foindesk, we get this completely different hash. and That gives it a long string of numbers. Because each hash is created, is random and impossible to predict, it can take millions of guesses or hashes before the target is met and a a miner wins the right to fill the next block and add it to the blockchain. Each time that happens, the block reward of newly minted coins is given to the successful miner, along with any fee payments attached to the transactions they store in the new block.
1: Yeah, so we're going to use the electricity and the, the physical
0: computers to make lottery tickets. This is so bizarre. Man, I could I have to...
1: And then we'll use computers to guess the answers to those scratcher tickets.
0: I feel like we've talked to people who explained us how this whole thing works, but nobody explained this part.
1: <laughs> well, no, Alex Greengard talked about how it created scarcity. It used yes. digital resources yes. and created digital scarcity. And I, I think this may have been what he was referring to.
0: And then we've also talked to other people who talked about the the Bitcoin being a store of the value of the electricity cost that went into it. But I don't think I believe that.
1: Yeah, because you can't, you can't get it out.
0: I can dig a giant hole and store a bunch of energy in the dirt I pull out, but nobody's going to buy that dirt for the amount of energy I put into digging that hole.
1: <laughs> I actually keep a large hole in my front yard to prove to my neighbors
0: that I did a bunch of work. Right. Don't
1: call me lazy, motherfuckers. I got the hole.
0: <laughs> yeah. Next time someone tells me the world needs <laughs> ditch diggers, I point to my yard.
1: <laughs> Damn!
0: Okay. All right. Uh, now that we just got sucked into a crypto foxhole, <laughs> um, you got any, anything else uh, worth mentioning?
1: Just uh, you know, crypto's down. Uh, Pepe coins finally off its peak. It's down twenty two percent. No word on uh, whether anybody sold. Our whale, any of the whales have sold? Uh, I guess about three million was sold off, according to this Benzinga article.
0: I hope that was him. I really do.
1: Yeah, right. in the In the last in the last day, somebody sold three million of Pepe Coin. Yeah, which also means yeah. people are still buying Pepe Coin. Three million dollars. I'm actually th-
0: kind of surprised it had. Yeah, right. <laughs> kind of surprised it hasn't fallen faster than that, as quick as it went up. Okay, so we're
1: talking about all this money this person made. Do you want to know the 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 price of one Pepe
0: token? Point 0. zero 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 one two eight.
1: Oh well, you missed a zero. Oh, there are five oh. zeros.
0: God damn. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, so uh, is this
1: people like just doing like, oh, I'll throw ten dollars in, twenty dollars. Well,
0: I won't miss it. Uh, I mean, some guys are putting like 2000 in uh, the one. The first story we talked about, the guy put one Ethereum worth into it. Um, yeah. That yeah. guy that had the bit, the crazy uh, returns. I think he started with 250. Damn. So I think it's kind of the same thing we did with um, with our Skydles, where we got in early and we're hoping that somehow it takes off. Whoa. Although we got it for free, though.
1: We got it for free. I thought about. Buying more, but it's uh, since it's not really on many exchanges, it's costly and
0: labor. Yeah, and there's also very little liquidity on it. I think we need to see. I think we need Elon Musk to adopt it. That's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We uh, we should probably move on, huh?
1: Yeah. If I was going to move on, I'd probably do it with a shotgun to your face.
0: <laughs> oh, no. oh! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I should probably be more than forty feet away from you when I fire this thing. But what? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> oh, how was your week, man? You had a good week, right?
1: I had a great week, Kyle. Yeah, I had a great week. Yes, sir. Um, what in particular? My ability to Get in there, follow my plan, trade my plan well, and end the day with uh, twenty more than 20 points. Uh, Which is
0: exactly your target, right?
1: My tar- That's what I was trying to do, right? I'm mm-hmm. trying to just uh, uh, get in there, hit a nice single, maybe a double, and get out. And mm-hmm. uh, I managed to end the week at... Uh, 90 points after commissions 90.25 and I, I wanted 100 i had 100 but i i traded friday and i gave some back but when your worst day is only losing 11 points
0: yeah when your worst when your worst day is half the losses of your or half of the wins that you make on your good days then i think that's probably a sustainable that's that's where you want to be right
1: yeah and i really think my opportunities like I'm, I'm getting better and better at finding those opportunities early in the day to move on and then i doesn't matter what the market does
0: after yeah. that so i've been really enjoying trading with you again since you've come back to the voice channel
1: yeah thank you yeah it's been good it's been good. yeah it's
0: nice to just bounce the ideas off talk to each other about what we're seeing like i feel like i'm getting a better handle of the the dom uh because you you're ahead of me on the courses uh from TradePro.
1: Yeah, they, those are that new course from Vico is a game changer for me personally. Yeah. And uh, I agree. Yeah. If you're trading futures, I can't recommend it highly enough. It's working for me currently. Uh we'll see where I'm at in a month when I go live. Yep. I've been I've been sim trading. I got one week left uh, of sim trading. I'm I'm up since I started sim trading, I've been up every week.
0: Yeah, you only had like one losing day, right? Since I watched the course. Yeah.
1: I've had I've had two days where I finished in the red. One was Friday at eleven points, and the the other was the week before uh at a half a
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't be too upset with that. Well done, man.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um hopefully, you know, I and, and I, I can't stress enough everybody's gotta have their own style but yeah. i am really really uh feeling good about uh, a, a a hittable target a doable target
0: yeah right yep. like reasonable I, I, expectations
1: I fucking i'm going to start this day like i'm not i'm not trying to find that big home run i'm just trying to get on base and be mm-hmm. and and then like I finish for the day pretty early, and I get to spend the rest of the day going. Dan, you did good today. You traded on plan, and you, the plan rewarded you for it. And the mm-hmm. day, yeah. Anyway, when we'll get to my, I think it was ugly. Could just be bad. We'll get to later. Uh, what? What? Yeah. What? Uh, you, you had some some good things happen this week. Yeah,
0: I think so. Uh, I felt really good about the way I recovered on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get into why that was a recovery when we talk about the bad and ugly (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) Uh, i also uh started this week diving into some option setups to try to diversify the opportunities that i can take advantage of uh something that when working on with eric um learning i'm learning right now the cash cash secured strangle strategy which is basically like the wheel but it's as I was going through and learning more about this, this was the piece that I was missing initially when I first tried to trade the wheel, I think, you know, a year mm. or two ago. Like how to handle the when the thing moves against you and you're stuck with the stock that you ended up buying, you know, ten dollars higher than you really than it's trading now. Yeah. Like there's there's mechanisms in place in the the setup, the way he's teaching it that makes sense like how you can minimize that exposure. Nice. So yeah, I'm really excited about the way that's going. I also want to give a shout out to Joel for having yeah. uh, a great week too. Uh, there's one thing in particular that he said when I asked him about some of the trades that he'd made. Um, where was it? Let me find it here. He said, most of the current teachings are around to get on board with the trend. I've struggled with it for the last two years. I'm making this a game about what I like to play. And I love that. I love the way that you are taking all the stuff that you've learned and now you're figuring out how you can use it to do what you want to do with it, not trying to do what everybody else is telling you you should do. yeah. Like once you get to the point where you have the information, like you've got to figure out a way it works for you, right?
1: You got to make it yours.
0: Yeah, and I see Joel doing that, and I see him getting the rewards from it too, having a great week. Uh, I just loved seeing that. Uh, I had to, sh- I had to throw that shout out.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, Joel, shout out to Joel. I gotta say, uh, I've been waking up stupidly early to get a <laughs> call <have>. <laughs> with you and Joel. Um, yeah, and it's it's been great it's been great hearing everybody talk about their levels and their plan for the day and, and not being frustrated and dejected, but being like, Hey, we're watching the markets. This is what I'm seeing. You know, it Mm -hmm. feels, feels good. It feels really good to
0: to, to be part of that. I agree. Mm -hmm. What was your bad?
1: Uh, I got to say on Friday, I, got completely outside of the trader's mindset and just was, was flailing about it. I, I had it the same thing. I had one day last week. I had one day this week. Mm-hmm. It just uh, happens. Um, honestly, I shouldn't have been trading. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, this Jamie Lynn reminded me like last night, I had got back from the Excalibur jousting show.
0: Oh, I love that show!
1: I know, right? Like I went. Yeah, it was yeah. part of part of my birthday gift. Uh, was was dinner there, and I was so fucking sick last <laughs> night. I had to take a bunch <laughs> of pills. Like my guts were not happy.
0: That Cornish game hen didn't do you well.
1: Uh, I actually opted for the vegetarian option.
0: That was your mistake.
1: Yeah, it was like their their buffet pasta, but sitting out longer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I can't prove that, but you know, you eat something and it goes foul.
0: Yeah, it's
1: it's pretty. It's it's usually a safe bet. (laughs) It's usually a safe bet. Uh, So you know, I didn't have a best night, so I shouldn't have gotten up and traded anyway. Like I should have known better. I could have stop myself and said, Dan, no, you weren't able to get to bed on time. You were up every couple hours, running to the bathroom. Like, take the fucking day off.
0: It's a fine line trying to decide when it's appropriate to take the time off and when you can try to push through it because there's two schools of thought. And I've, I've heard people talk about, like, one way, like, you should only be trading at top form. And I've heard other people say that we're not always going to be at our top form. Like, what do you think athletes do when? Like they have to sometimes push through a a struggle and maybe that's Mm -hmm. something that's worth, you know, exercising too or working on. So I don't know. I'm not sure which side of the fence I fall on with that. I think with the scenario you just mentioned, yeah, take the day off up every couple hours pooping. Yeah. Probably a good day to, to, you know, just sit on the sidelines.
1: Well, I was feeling better by the morning. So my guts were feeling better and my body was ready to be awake. So I was like, fuck it. I'll fucking work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you know, uh, I think you you mentioned it could be considered ugly. I think you're right, sticking that with bad. I don't consider yeah. that ugly because you still followed all your risk controls. I think the trades that you took uh, from when we were trading together, they were in levels that could be justified. I don't think you did anything outside of plan. I think, I think it was, the thing, yeah, the
1: thing it did I did outside of plan. I'll tell you right now because I posted that that plan was. Uh, Globex has a distribution area from here to here. I'm going to play that range until the area breaks. And then I will eye a pullback to this area to trade. And when that Uh, area broke, I was not eyeing pullbacks to trade the trend.
0: I see. I I kept
1: trying to fade it, and those were my losses.
0: Right. Oh, I see it. Yeah, okay.
1: That's why I think it's ugly. It's because if I had traded to my plan, my day would have ended completely differently. Yeah very differently.
0: Funny how that works. Huh?
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. That journal kids. It's, uh, it's yeah, real. Yeah. It's legit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I didn't have a bad, but I did have an ugly and it's very similar to yours. I think, um, uh, I broke a rule on Wednesday where I traded without finishing my morning routine. Ooh. I had some engagements that I had to keep where I missed the open So I didn't even get to sit down to even try to start trading until like nine o'clock, which is half hour after the open for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I was just, everything was emotional about it. I was, I had told myself that I should not be trading because I was not able to complete the things that I'm supposed to do to be successful. But yet I still wanted to do it. Uh, And even though the trades that I took, only one of them, I think was a bad one out of the four. Uh, my mindset was not where it should have been i told myself i wasn't gonna trade and i went and did it anyway and for that reason i took off thursday uh basically telling myself like hey you said you weren't gonna trade today and you did it well guess what we're gonna honor that commitment whether that's today or tomorrow or you know somewhere we're, you're gonna you're gonna meet that <laughs> yeah when you promise yourself you're not gonna do something you're gonna do it
1: yeah, that's why I got to finish this month. I promised myself I'd do a month and be green a month before I go live with cash again.
0: Yep, I agree. I agree. I'm like when you we like make it, commitments, I... we have to keep them.
1: Do, yeah, it doesn't matter how great I'm doing following the process. Mm-hmm. Like the market will still be there. Well, we
0: months. both just saw how quickly it can go away. How quickly exactly. you can get. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Did you have an ugly then, or
1: that? That was my ugly trading off land, not okay, not doing the so, pullbacks when I, when gotcha. I and I even posted it that morning, Friday morning in the Discord, like here's my plans, what I'm gonna do, and I didn't do it. <laughs> and I was, ah.
0: Oh man, I hate it when that happens.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, should we uh, should we do a bet pick?
1: Yeah, I uh, I don't
0: know, man. <laughs> I know <laughs> the saddest. <laughs> the saddest lead into a song ever <laughs> right
1: I need it wanna beat it gonna win it if I take it from you I'm feeling my position, quit your bitch and random's gonna lose got to chart full of levels and a stop that's not too tight It's bet-picking time in the shop,
0: so pick them right. Alright, um, I was doing some research for some different stocks that I liked. The only one I could come up with that looked good for the strategy I was trying to deploy, which was something that was close to a support that I'd like to sell puts on, was actually BP, but it's still kind of trading a little too high for where I'd want to get it. I'd like to get it closer to $34 a share. It's currently trading, uh, almost at 36. That's so like, it's still closer to the entry I'd like, but further uh, than it is to the take profit point I'd target. But I don't know. I think I like that icon uh, uh, short better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, especially cause they've, they bought it up on Friday, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Then, uh,
0: and look how weak that buy volume was on those two days, too. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I think I don't like because they held a higher low.
1: But I yeah, would. A... I want to short it from. I'm just looking at the volume profile edge. Yeah, I want to short it at thirty-seven sixty-five. Thirty-seven
0: sixty-five, and then where do you want your
1: stop at? 40? 40, For, Forty. Forty seventy-five. Four 40 half. Forty half. call forty half. Okay, yep. so
0: we're gonna go short. That's IEP. IEP at uh, thirty seven seventy five. Yeah, we want to go go short. I mean,
1: that's that's my my preference. Just looking at the, the trajectory, yeah, right. like it capped up. I don't mind that. Uh, I yeah. mean, if it doesn't get up there, do we have a breakout? No, like, I think like we think we go sh- short under <laughs> thirty twenty three.
0: I think uh I think we should embrace sitting in cash if we don't get a fill <laughs> how many weeks would just have been at 500 with one that's true that is true <laughs> where's your where's your target oh oh this has been
1: so long since it's been down here
0: <sighs> I think you have to go with uh, the little gap it left behind uh, between Friday and Thursday is your first one which would be around thirty two yeah 32
1: I was just gonna say Kyle it hasn't it hasn't traded this low since like
0: 2010. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long minute.
1: Yeah. Um, Parl, what the hell? <laughs> Would have been great to get on a 2000. Okay. Anyway, um, I think, uh, 30. Half. Thirty, I said 32. Half. 32. Half.
0: Yeah. We can do TP one there. Yeah. And let the rest run if you want. TP one. We'll run with stop at break even. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, we put a stop on this time. I think we forgot that last time, or a couple weeks ago again. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that'll be an ugly next week if we did that. <laughs> uh, Random, Random has New York Stock Exchange tech. Why does Random do this? Where it picks tech sector for your New York Stock Exchange, and then it goes for finance for Nasdaq. <laughs> that is weird. Uh, Air Lease Corporation A A-L. L L. Okay, Air Lease Corp. Do they lease mechanics by any chance? <laughs>
1: I've got my mechanic on lease.
0: <laughs> what do they do? They engage in the provision of aircraft new leasing business, jets. focused on purchasing new commercial jet air transport, leasing those aircrafts airlines with the intention of generating attractive returns and equity. Uh, okay, uh, it's actually looking fairly strong too. Wait, hang we'll look on. on the daily. Get on the right time frame here. I didn't mm. realize it. the chart it pulled up when I did that. It was on like a five minute. <laughs> okay, no, That it, is
1: it wants ooh. to hold thirty seven seventy five. Yeah. We'll see. It's
0: right now banging up against the two hundred day moving average. Uh, depending on if it can get above that or not, I think is going to determine random fate. Mm-hmm. That's a bold choice.
1: See you in hell, going, random.
0: Going long at a retest of the two hundred day, but <laughs> but we learned we learned a lesson. We don't doubt. Right. Okay. AL. I think we did it. I think we did it. I
1: think we fucking did it. Did we do it? I think we did. Did we do the thing? I think we did.
0: We did it. We did a thing.
1: Oh my goodness, we did a thing.
0: Alright. I feel like I feel like like Clarkson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
1: Alright, well, Kyle. Audience. Thank you. It has been really just just wonderful fantastic time in the shop today. But uh, sadly we got to shut things down.
0: We got to No, we don't. Down. We we don't yeah, we, do.
1: we don't have to, but we need to. <laughs> if yeah. I'm going to have any kind of dinner tonight.
0: Same. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta uh, go cook mine as soon as we hang up. <laughs> we do want to.
1: We do want to thank you so much for joining us today. It's always better with you with everybody around here. Uh, we yeah. will be back at you soon with uh, stunning bet results. Uh, I think. I think we actually got a good one this week, Kyle. Feeling good about uh, I it? I
0: think so too. Feeling good about? I it? feel better about this one than than betting on your ego. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. Oh, and then uh, what? Uh, what do they do about that uh, oh. rating?
0: Uh oh jeez. Uh share this episode like a um, like a fresh idea which I am currently out of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Clever. Clever. Nice comeback. Nice comeback. Uh, I'll give it to you. Right, you. Until next time folks. Happy trades.
0: Bye everybody.